Well, hey, Disney nerds, this is Carol Stein. Jimmy Horn and the Disney nerds, we wish the best to you. 500 shows and podcasts helping Disney nerds' dreams come true. You've held vacations, you bring the news, the excitement we can't hide. Our favorite princesses or new cuisine or the buzz of a brand new ride. When eating around Epcot or imbibing in some booze, all the exciting sun and fun upon a Disney cruise. Every day's a celebration, so much to see and do. Congratulations, thank you Jimmy Horn and the Disney Nerds Podcast for everything you do. Guys, this is Jimmy over at the Disney Nerds Podcast, and I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you about DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company. DVC Resale Market is the leader in the DVC resale industry, with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer any of your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-382-7767. Let them know that the Disney Nerds Podcast sent you. Welcome to the splendor, the spectacle, the sparkling sensation, where the romance, the comedy, and the thrill of Disney fantasies come to electric life. And as our friend Jiminy said, welcome. Welcome to the Disney Nerds Podcast, a place each week where like-minded people get together to discuss all things Disney. We'll help you get your Disney fix on. Here we go. A Magic Kingdom proudly presents, in a million points of musical light, the magical worlds of Disney. Hello and welcome to show number 513 of the Disney Nerds Podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? And welcome back to the show. On this week's show, we're going to preview 2024 for the Disney Company. We're going to talk about a lot of the things coming to the parks and elsewhere. To help me, I've got our co-host, Melissa. Hey, Melissa, how's it going? Hey, everyone. I am only mostly messing up writing 2024 when I write the date and not 2023. And I think we're on day 18 of it, so it'll get there. <laughs> I hear you. I caught myself the other day doing that. Uh, it's it's just natural. It'll happen. 
Uh, to help us tonight, we also have Sam from Sam's Disney Diary. Hey, Sam, how's it going? It is great. Thank you so much. So true, Melissa. 2024 is here, though. So much happening in the parks. Can't wait to talk about some of it. But you know the thing I'm looking for? What's the theme for 2024? The Disney 100 stuff is gone. The 50th anniversary is over. What's 2024? I don't know yet. The theme of no theme. The theme of no theme. I, I don't know, but I'm so used to having this big marketing promotion that we jump onto from Disney World every year or Disney That's in true. general. And the 100th ended at the end of the year. And we're I'm looking around going, okay, it's Walt sure. Disney World. Sure. We had the 50th right before that. Before yeah. that, we had something. Um, yeah, that's a good point, and we haven't heard anything about it. We'll have to go see what the big anniversary or what the anniversaries are for this year. I, so I usually go straight to the merch to see what it says, and it just says 2024. I heard a lot of Figment stuff came out this year. Uh, well, a lot of Figment it's stuff for a lot of Stitch Festival stuff came out yeah. too, which is really, really odd. Yeah, that's all good. All um, good. Anyway, thanks for having me. I mean, we have this kind of list that we've created and thinking through what's coming up for 2024, and it does doesn't have a real theme. There isn't one particular park. It's almost like this little tick sheet that all the things we didn't get done from COVID uh, or in the last yeah. couple of years. So let's tick them all off. Finish them off. And, and then get every all the focus to Animal Kingdom for 2025. So it's the year of getting it done. Yeah, the year of getting <laughs> okay. it done. Okay. <laughs> Very I, cool. I like so that. Let's get it done. Let's do it. Oh, wait, that's, that's Nike. Sorry. <laughs> Make Disney three. great again make disney great again <laughs> oh man boom boom uh okay so 2024 is promising to be a great year already there's been so many things going on uh the first of all we've been hearing reports of the dining plan coming back yeah. so now everybody knows the dining plan is back at walt disney world i'm not sure if it's at disneyland yet but walt disney world definitely has it and we've been hearing different different reports yeah, I've seen a couple of reports uh, that it's back. People are using it. I think they're still getting their how much is the credit worth? Um, there was one report that a Sunday at one of the ice cream shops, as long as it was $10 or less, it would count as a snack. So I think that's a good price point to keep in mind. Uh, if you're looking for something that $10 or more, if you can sneak that in, that's probably a good value for your snack credit. Oh, sure. Definitely. And all the festivals at Epcot, you've got the snack credits on all the different kiosks there that you could get so much different food. We're going to see how that works out. Um, now, you know, another cool thing we have, Ed, sorry to interrupt you, is the good to, good to go days are here and all day park hopping is back, which is the coolest thing ever. That's the big piece for me. All day park hopping. You don't have to wait till two o'clock anymore. Yeah. Well, if it's a good to go day, you don't have to have a park reservation. Or if you've purchased a ticket that's multi-day length of stay, you don't need to have one. But I'm going to throw out a big hint here because I've experienced this all over. You do need a reservation if you want to get in the virtual queue for Guardians or Tron. You can't get in the virtual queue without a park reservation. So for us that are traveling from the north down to Florida, get that park reservation anyway. for Epcot or Magic Kingdom. Get in that virtual queue. Then... After you've done that at 7 a.m., you can switch your park pass to another park and go to Animal Kingdom and hang out and then come back to Magic Kingdom and ride Tron with your virtual queue. Ta-da! Nice. Insider tip. I don't know how long that's that'll That's a great happen, tip. But as of today, that is true. I did it last week. Very cool. That's good to know. That's great to know, actually. Um, now, annual pass holders, I think, still have to make the park reservations no matter what. And that Not if it's a good-to-go day, quote-unquote. Fair enough. That's the thing. But the, the problem is they don't announce those except for like a month in advance. So if you're planning something 
six months out, three months out, get the park reservation. Just do like you always have done. It's, sure. it's the best bet. Till they get it all set. Yep. Great advice. Okay, so 2024 has got a lot of things going on, and we've got a great list we've been coming up with of some of the things we've been hearing about over the last couple months all put together and what we're expecting to hopefully happen in 2024. However, as Disney fans, we all know that when something is predicted to be released in Walt Disney World or Disneyland or any of the Disney parks, once in a while it does get pushed off. So this is all with a grain of salt, all these dates we're giving you, and the majority of them are really only in 2024. Some have seasons, a lot of them are just the year itself. But as far as each item goes, we've been hearing different things. So the plausibility of all this is very good. Well, we know that Tiana's Bayou Adventure over at Disneyland and Walt Disney World is well underway. Uh, Splash Mountain closed. Uh, we said goodbye. Water was taken and sold off. And <laughs> we've already seen some of the, that construction. A couple of pictures came out of, I think they were frog, the two frogs maybe like kissing, sitting next to each other. You could kind of see between some slats. Um, when it opens sometime in 2024, there was a article in the New Orleans Post, New Orleans Times. Yeah, one of the newspaper, whichever newspaper. Yeah, and they they quoted late 2024. So we'll see. But excited to to try that new restaurant, experience the new attraction. Yes. Um, Nice, fresh story. So now, is the restaurant also in Walt Disney World? I heard definitely in Disneyland. Do we know? The rumor was they were going to shut down. They've not announced it for Disney World. Disneyland, they have reopened and rethemed. I'm blanking on what the restaurant was, but I can see it right there. Tiana's Palace is Disneyland. Yeah, and I'm trying to think what it was. It doesn't matter. It's with the one to the left of Haunted Mansion. And and by the way, they're redoing that entire area at Disneyland, right? Uh, I don't know if that's 2024 or not, but tying that all into New Orleans Square to stretch it over to Splash Mountain or Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're definitely looking forward to it, though. Uh, that whole that whole part of the park is just messed up right now. To pass nothing to get to uh, Big Thunder, it, it Disney World, so yeah. odd. Uh, yeah. yeah, Disney World side of it. Uh, so definitely looking forward to this. Can't wait. And um, once we get into the summer, I think we'll have more sure dates of what's going to happen. I sure hope so. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, something I'm excited about in 2024, and this is what they've already told this is going to happen, was that Star Tours will be getting some new movies, some new locations that we can go to. Destinations. Destinations. Places we can go and experience from the movies that have just come out. Um, Have you heard specifics of what they were going to be? So when they announced this at Destination D, they had photos of Ahsoka Tana and Mandalorian were part of it which tells me that we may be getting some planets from the Disney Plus series, which, by the way, we also know that they're starting to film a new movie that will be the the Mandalorian and Grogu is the title. Will be interesting. But anyway, we get to go to some of the planets that we saw Ahsoka and Mandalorian and these guys get to. I can't wait to see it. Oh, I know. It's going to be exciting. Now, just real quick, the movie you mentioned is a real new uh, idea that came out in 2024, meaning only in the last couple of weeks that was announced. It was kind of rumored. We were all guessing that maybe the next uh, Mandalorian might be a movie. 
but there was no real indication that it was going to happen. So that was just kind of out of nowhere. So I love it. I know. can't wait. You know, I, I know you and I and Melissa, all of us are huge Star Wars fans and can't wait to see how that plays out. Because we knew there was going to be a movie after, you know, after episode nine with Ray and, and who else, whatever happens with Ray. But right. this is saying all of the events that we've been watching on television uh, all coming together finally in a cinematic Matic finale directed by uh, uh, Filoni and um, uh, Favreau. I, it's great. I can't wait. I Mandalorian and Grogu are my, my favorite. I really enjoyed Ahsoka, uh, especially in sort of wrapping in some of her uh, history. I don't want to give it away for anybody. It's been out for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, but to be able to visit those uh, destinations and the attraction and be able to go to the theater and see that this is going to be a great 2020. Oh, sure. Okay. My prediction right now, we're going to Mandalore. I want to go to Mandalore. That, that would be fun. Agree. Agree. And then go I, underneath I go there and go underneath the surface of it. Okay. What about the, the space whales? Is that what they're called? Star whales in Ahsoka? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, you could fly next to them. That would that, be kind of cool. That would be kind of perfect as far as star tours go. So, right on. All of a sudden you like land in their mouth and then they take you. <laughs> oh, even better yet. That's awesome. Very, very There's cool. Some great stuff there. Or it's we could endless. just go back to Tatooine, but this time we're, uh, you know, where Mando had been and, and, and the planet where uh, Grief Karga is. There's so Goddess Palace, perhaps. Boba Fett. Yes. You never know. Yes. Anything. We might have to have our own show on this. That could be a show. Mark them. Uh, in addition, we also have some new stuff coming to Epcot. Finally, wrapping up the Epcot transformation, the last piece that is still behind construction walls, which is Communicore Plaza and Communicore Hall. Those will be opening in 2024. There were a lot of people hoping it would be part of the Festival of the Arts. It has not been. It also doesn't look like it's going to be ready for Flower and Garden Festival. So hopefully we have a festival center back for the Food and Wine Festival in the fall. This will be the elimination of construction walls in Epcot finally and the transformation finished. So that's going to be fun. I really hope this means that you will get the classes back, whether it was with a chef or someone doing tastings, beer, wine, a sake, uh, cheese, cooking demos, coffee demos, anything that just tied in what Epcot has always been, this place to learn and uh, right. create connections. And then with the festivals being, whether it's art or food, I, I really hope this means that that part is coming back. That's exactly what they have promised us, Melissa. A Communicore Hall is that, the return of the festival center. Um, and Communicore Plaza is a stage so think of this as replacing what used to be the fountain view stage mm, okay. uh, where today in fact this past week for festival of arts they have their performers art defying gravity and and uh lewis black and those people are on the stage that's right in front of the lagoon between the two the duffy stores we used to call it but now it's not it's something else they have a stage there that will move to this communicore plaza uh, which is the outdoor entertainment venue and Communicore Hall is sort of attached right next to it, which will also include the uh, Mickey and Friends meet and greet, which we haven't had a formal location for since the Mickey. What was that used to be called over there? Oh, boy, I forget. Yeah, well, I, it was Mickey and Friends. It, it would uh, joy and sadness. You, it's yeah, the character meets. It was the visa visa meet and greet. Uh, yes. 
that. So that will be Mickey and Friends, part of this new Communicore Plaza, along with the Festival Center. Cannot wait. That's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. That's in 2024. Yes. Looking forward to it. And we really haven't heard anything as far as any more announcements specifically, uh, but we also haven't heard anything holding it back. And you got to figure with everything else at Epcot done, this is the year to get it done, right? Yep. Yeah, I would imagine they're, they're targeting before food and wine. So what, food and wine kicks off July again? Food right. and wine kicks off July. It's actually pretty interesting. I don't know if you guys looked at this or not. And I'd, I'm sorry if I'm going to I'm gonna skip a little bit. But sure. if you look at the festival schedule for Epcot this year, Flower and Garden Festival ends May the 27th. And food and wine doesn't start until July 27th. So we have two months of the Festival of No Festival this year, which we haven't had in a long time at Epcot. We've rolled from one right into the other. So I don't know if this is back to normal or what. A conscious step backwards, maybe. It might be. But uh, if you recall, we had always noted that there wasn't a festival in the summertime because it was so many bottlenecks around World Showcase and so many places and people in the summer. But if you look at what they're doing now with world celebration and the space that they have with the gardens they're moving those kiosks to the front of the park and and it's really i in fact walking through this week festival of arts you go all the way from mexico where there's a kiosk you don't see another kiosk until china there's nothing in front of the Mexico Pavilion or all of Norway until you get to China. They did that last year, actually, if you think about it. it. That was kind of like sparse that, that area, too. And it's it's good because that was a bottleneck. Right. Well, and I wonder if in 2021, 2022, you, and 2023, you had the festival almost going continuous all year round. There was a couple of breaks to switch over the signage and prep the kitchens and train the staff and whatnot, but they were just kind of one after the other. Yes. I wonder if it means restaurants are are staffed and ready to go so we can uh, we can put, take these people and put them in a restaurant which are gonna you know spend probably more money you're gonna you know have a tip and everything like that uh, and we don't need to uh, give food options to people during the busiest times June early July during fourth of July because we can take care of them in the restaurants they're definitely making decisions based on that data. Melissa, you're absolutely right. Sure, definitely. Um, okay, so the next item I thought was one of the most surprising ones we're going to talk about today because it was just really not mentioned up until it was mentioned again, and that's the reimagining of the Little Mermaid show at Disney Hollywood Studios. I thought sure as heck that corner of Hollywood Studios in the animation courtyard was going to be reimagined into something else, and it's going to go right back to the Little Mermaid, which I think is pretty cool. And it's kind of odd because now we've got Little Mermaid covered in the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. And I got to think if we kind of put our minds to it, you might find her in a couple other parks, too. We had that show building written off so many times, Ed. Over the last five years of recording podcasts, we thought sure. this was going to be gone. And well, the whole area, be gone. the entire courtyard, we thought, was just going to be plowed and made into something brand new. So I still hope that happens. <laughs> well, I mean, still the whole back area. There's so much room back there that, yeah, yeah. still waiting to find it, out. It needs an identity. It's very confusing back there because, well, you have this abandoned theater. And then you have, like, this kind of Disney Junior area 
which is great. Um, it's, it's a great asset for Hollywood Studios, which is a little bit more of your tween and older park to begin with. Right. But then you have the Star Wars part, and it's like, that doesn't make any sense Watch over there. Bay, yeah. And, yeah. It's, yeah. and it's half closed. And it's most pretty of the time. desolate. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's pretty yeah, yeah. empty. So uh, it really needs an, uh, a, a theme. Um, hopefully this year of not having a theme uh, and just getting it done means that this is the beginning of that little wing of Hollywood Studios. We're going to start at the corner and work our way through. I, I think it's a great place for a Disney Junior type area and, and Little yes. Mermaid does fit into there. Um, okay. So hopefully that continues. Sure. Like go full bore and make it a kid's area, you know, yeah. go all in um, or not. Well, over at Magic Kingdom, we also have a uh, kind of a reimagining of a beloved favorite. We have Country Bear Jamboree. Right. Um, I know, Ed, this is a must do, it seems, on your list whenever you're there. It's Always. not on my list uh, as one. So I will definitely need to go and check it out. Well, they'll be debuting new songs um, and acts that pay homage to the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. Uh, they'll still have their same fun and friendly tone, uh, but uh, we think that you'll kind of recognize some new and modern interpretations of Disney songs. Uh, and kind of those that rockabilly bluegrass pop country style. Yeah, they're bringing Disney songs into the Country Bears. I mean, they played us a sample of a bluegrass version of the Bear Necessities, and it that was just a lot of fun. makes sense that that goes into the Country Bears. So, I'm, I, I'm in, yes. I hope with this redo that they kind of add a little bit of extra magic so they could do the holiday changeovers that would be i'd cool. love to have a christmas yeah. country bear oh, yes. be nice yeah agreed but uh, no i think this is probably a cool thing to do they did kind of a mini rehab maybe like five or six years ago when they kind of redid a couple of the bears they redid their outfits they redid yep. some of their facial hair and stuff like that the piano player had a soul patch i mean that just came out of nowhere uh, but now they're going all full bore, and it's going to be big time change. Looking forward to it. Yeah, um, so I'm looking for an announcement that that's going down at some point. I heard it's, I, coming, I think it's coming up. I keep seeing reports about people talking about it coming down like momentarily, almost like almost any day now. Right. Uh, we will see. And I haven't heard how long, but I'm going to say this is going to be a big one. I think this is going to be maybe six months or less. If. The question is going to be, are they doing anything to the animatronics or are we just changing music and programming a new show? Because right. if they're programming a new show, changing music, a lot of that can be done before they actually take the attraction down. At least I would think so. And Bear's Lips Moving kind of could be any song coming out of them as long as they're somewhat. Clear. Exactly. It's not like they're actually singing. Ed, the cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness are going to be opening in the summer of 2024. That's the newest DVC. Uh, the cabins are tucked away in the woodlands of Walt Disney Resort. A refreshed look, relaxing retreat. These look kind of cool. It's a new DVC property is really what's happening over at Fort Wilderness Resort. Right. I got to think they kind of did a little bit more around the area for that uh, cabin-wise, yep. too, just because it is DVC. Uh, I I want to check out a map and see where they're located again on property over there. Yeah, I saw some. You can find pictures of them, concept art. They're, they're interesting looking, right? They're DVC properties, so they're full kitchens. They're all that type of thing. And, and they're finally opening here in 2024. And then we can focus our attention to that huge building that's going up over by Polly. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> the DVC over at Polly, sure. It's that's huge. It's big, Ed. It's big. 
well, yeah, I guess it's going to be. That's where the luau is on that side of the Polynesian Hotel between them. Exactly. And the Grand where the new construction is exactly where the luau mm -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. If something's going to get me to buy DVC, it would be Poly or Grand Floridian. So if okay. this Poly building, oh, keep me away from it. It's going to be too tempting. Yeah, there you go. We'll see. It, it's big. We'll and it's see. not themed yet, so it just looks like a big piece of concrete form right now. And hopefully that will get some theming soon. I'm sure that it will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very cool uh there's something else that kind of happened over at the boardwalk which i'm not a big fan of but a lot of people are talking about it is that new cake bake shop over there which has opened up that used to be that used to be the espn building um i'm i'm seeing sam not too happy about this i'm not happy because i was there this past weekend when the nfl playoffs were going on and i had to walk all around the boardwalk to try to find a place to watch the game you used to be able to walk out of the back of espn go to espn or walk out of the International Gateway, go to ESPN, walk back out. I went to Martha's Vineyard. I went to the Crew Cup. I went to um, Abracadabra, which does not have a TV. I went to the Dolphin. I went to Shula's. I went to Kimono's. I went everywhere trying to find the best place in the back of International Gateway to watch a game. Here's what I learned. No one has the NFL package and is going to have every game every week. What about Springs? Uh, well, okay, I'll get there in a second. The yeah. best place at International Gateway is Martha's Vineyard. They got about five TVs. It's just as close to the gateway as ESPN was. And they will put sound on and they'll tune the TV as long as it's on local Orlando television station. Right. Now, explain to me. I, I, I've actually never heard of that place. Where is it? What is it? So Martha's Vineyard is in the Beach Club. It's right by Beaches and Cream. In fact, it's just around the corner from Beaches and Cream. If you've been there before, you'll walk up. Uh, you head towards Yacht and Beach Club. You make the first turn, go in the door, and it's right on the left-hand side. That's where you'll find uh, um, Martha's Vineyard. And the Crew Cup is is the bar attached to the Yachtman's, Yachtsman Steakhouse over in the, the Yacht Club. It has a couple of TVs, not that many. Uh, Shula's is really stuffy and expensive drinks. Sounds like, I was going to say, it sounds like expensive bars to be watching games at, though. Yeah. It does, but Martha's Vineyard <laughs> wasn't as much. Uh, now, I'll also say in my journey, I decided, you know, because I'm looking for the place where I can walk out of the back of, of International Gateway. I've done this a dozen times, literally a dozen times. Leave my family in the park, walk to the ESPN club, <laughs> watch a game, and go back in. Right. But yeah, there yeah. go. And a lot of times my son would come with me. He wants to watch a game. We watch the game. Everybody else is is doing whatever they're going to do in Epcot. We'll see you after, whether it was hockey or whether it was football or, or it didn't matter. Um I did jump on a bus and went over to Rick's at Coronado Springs. That is a legit sports bar. Like, okay. lots of TVs, people cheering, people getting into the games. It was definitely a good spot to be. Right. Uh, and like you said, at Springs, you can go to uh, uh, the... Bowling uh, Alley was right away. Splitsville. Yeah. Splitsville. Next to Splitsville is City Walk. And also the outside bar at Planet Hollywood has games on too. Oh, right, right, downstairs. So those are three spots that I would consider that. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I have seen the, I mean, I feel like something happened when they took, demolished uh, ESPN. Because it, it started last February when I was there, like a year ago. Yeah. And it was steel. And I was just there in November for the meetup and it was still steel. And I'm like, yes. they had to have encountered some of the problems that they were not expecting um, because this seems to be taking a much longer time than ever expected yeah. or they don't have the crews or whatnot. But 
I, to be fair, I agree with you, Sam. It was a really nice option to have as a meetup at Walt Disney World, you know, to, to go to a sports bar and be able to watch a game together. We, a couple of us have done that before sure. um, to, to meet up. But I, the banners that are around the privacy fence, they do look pretty neat. Um, it looks like they might have like a high tea service, um, similar to what the Grand Floridian offers, um, okay. where you can go okay. and have a tea experience. That seems that that would fit with Boardwalk, Beach, and Yacht. Um, very different. Those, I'm surprised one of those hotels would not have had that already. Yeah, it's very how nice they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, to have the, a cake service so for celebrations and those resorts in that area, I'm assuming they'll deliver. Um, but, yeah, it seems like a really big place for cake if you're not doing some sort of experience. So that's that's where like I really, really think big, that it will be. Yes. So now I, I guess we got to point out how Disney is always really good about trying to pick up all the different genres. So they got their bake shops. They've got really nice places. They've got things. But I guess the sports bar has got to be a genre that they're definitely missing. And it's something that probably should be addressed because Rick's is the only place a lot of people would go to these. I mean, ESPN, I don't understand how they figured that was better lost. Was it just empty at certain different parts of the year? With it was days? never empty on a Sunday. That's what I'm saying it's like, no, anyway. No, I agree. I, I, I don't understand that at all. Right. So, okay. Well, I tell you what, maybe 2024, we're going to be looking for some better sports bar locations down there. You know, but we're not I, I will say, Ed, granted, we're not going to be Rick, a sports bar all the time, but yep. Rick's sounds like a great option. Rick's would sway my decision to stay at Coronado if I knew there was something going uh, on that game. I wanted to see. Sure, sure. Yeah, That's yeah. how important it is. Very cool. All right, Ed, enough of the sports bars. Let's head over to Disneyland for a bit because Pixar Fest is coming back to the Disneyland Resort. Uh, Pixar Fest is in April through August, so it's pretty long celebrating everything Pixar. It happens over at Disney's California Adventure, including a brand new daytime parade, Better Together, a Pixar Pals celebration. Now, historically, they've had that. You remember the Countdown to Fun Parade that was at Hollywood Studios once upon a time? Right. That sure. made its way to California, and that's the parade they'd had in the past. So sounds like they're going to up that a little bit. Nothing wrong with a new parade, right? Right. Never. Uh, especially in California. Yeah. They're always looking for uh, something new. They also have Together Forever, a Pixar nighttime spectacular. I would expect that is a version of World of Color that will be happening during the same time. Um, including new scenes, so that is definitely on uh, um, oh, sure on the lake, uh, including a scene from Turning Red, which is kind of cool. Right? I'm super excited. Uh, if you don't, I'm going to Disneyland. I just booked my package today with Morgan. Awesome! Oh, yeah, first time that I'll be at Disneyland. Just nice. a very quick trip. And I'll be here um, probably the second week or so that they'll be doing this uh, festival. That's awesome. So. Super excited to see it and also be there for the new Disneyland after hours. Uh, it will be the Star Wars theme party that time. Oh, that's, that's great. Wait. I did. Yeah, they, they have a like a love theme right now. That was tickets sold out. It was like Prince and Princess for Valentine's. Then there's a 90s Disney Channel and then it goes into Star Wars. So I'm going to be there for the Star Wars one and... It's Space a great theme for me. I yeah. got I love those themed after hours. Those are the I love it. Those are great. Yeah. Can't wait to hear about it, Melissa. Well, speaking of more Disneyland fun and Pixar, uh the Pixar themed hotel at Disneyland is going to be uh reopening and uh 
transformed into Pixar Palace Hotel on January 30th. Um, it's the first fully themed hotel in the United States. Uh, it's going to be a 15-story hotel overlooking DCA, and it will have guest rooms inspired by the artistry of Pixar. A new dining option called Maple, Great Maple Restaurant will have the rooftop pool area and uh, the play court more. So uh, it's been under construction for the past year. Things opened and closed and Finally, uh, what, two weeks from now, it'll be uh, reopened. That's great. The whole idea of a rooftop pool, I love that. I hope there's ways we can see off the roof too. Like, I know you can't let people get close to the edge, but <laughs> plexiglass or just different ways they can make it so that you can see, because you're 15 stories up, you're gonna be able to see down into the park. That would yeah. be so cool. I got a map. Yeah, that's the, the the Pixar, the Paradise Pier Hotel that they rethemed, which is, is cool. I've never been in that hotel. Actually. So. Okay, I know Paradise Pier, where that was. Where is yep. the hotel in relation to that? In relation to that, it's right across the street. Like, you can see it. If you're looking at the uh, um, Incredicoaster, it is just okay. over the Incredicoaster across the street. Gotcha. Very cool. So there's no access to the park, but it's literally across there the street. Is. So, well, yeah, you, so uh, Pixar, the, uh, to, as of right now, you do have a private entrance into DCA. You go, I've been watching YouTube videos because I needed to. It's great. So you go across the, at the uh, entrance of the hotel, you go across the street and you kind of weave into this little tall bushes area. Okay. And then there is a, a point right there and it's just for hotel guests to enter okay. and exit. That's a very, that's Wait. sounds like it's right next to the, the Incredicoaster that we were talking about. Right. Because yeah. I know previously, if you were staying at the Paradise Pier, you could get access through Disney's um, Grand Californian. You had to go through that hotel oh. to get in. But, so, but and that's, that's even better. The Grand California, that's on the other side of the lagoon from the pier? Uh, that is on the same side of the road, and you can access it through, it is right next to the lagoon. Um, it's hard to explain it just because I'm not there as often as I'd like to be, but it's oh, connected sure, sure. to the Gorilla Flats. It's more by Soren in that area. Right, yep. There's a way to, to, to get there. But they have their own entrance from there. Yeah. It has its own entrance over there. Right. So perfect that this other hotel has an entrance. That, yeah, that's, it, that's worth an extra $100 on top of your stay right there. It's yeah. And then the Disneyland Hotel, your entrance is to go onto the monorail and it drops you off right in the middle of Magic Kingdom, Disneyland Park. Perfect. Which is really cool. Very nice. Um, okay, so one more Disneyland news item is that Fantasmic Returns, which I didn't realize it was gone. And to be honest with you, I'm not even sure how they would do Fantasmic at Disneyland. I got to look into that a little so bit. So Fantasmic was out of commission because of the fire to their dragon, if you remember some of those, visuals, oh, right, those right. visuals. Mm -hmm. And the Fantasmic stage is Tom Sawyer Island. So if you think about it, they close Tom Sawyer Island early and it turns into the stage for Fantasmic and everybody stands around uh, that area and watches Fantasmic, which takes place on that island. Right. Oh, very cool. So the whole area, I think, has been rehabbed a little bit for this new Fantasmic opening. And there's not a lot of space to stand to watch this thing, though. It's definitely a bottleneck. Right. And this will be happening in the end of May. That's awesome. Fantastic fact. I uh, Fantasmic at Disneyland's, it's better than Disney World. I, that's all I can say. They've added some projection mappings to Tom Sawyer Island that makes it look so great. Even after 
Fantasmic 2, which is taking place at Hollywood Studios, and they've added some things to it. Disneyland's just, it's so cool. But you have to stand. You have to stand. There's no seats. Well, you kind of stand for the uh, shows over in DCA also for the for the color world. Of color. DCA for World of Color, but I'm comparing it to Disney World. Oh, the, well, the yeah. theater for Fantasmic where you're sitting versus standing around Tom Sawyer Island. Right, right. No, I'm fine with that. You got to think about it. You mostly stand for most of these shows anyway. Yeah, you're right. Fantasmic at Walt Disney World. I think that's the anomaly. You know, this it is sitting down. It is. Okay, so we have news from around the world also. The uh, Fantasy Springs at Tokyo Disney Sea is the new, I guess, themed area. The magical. It's Springs a new land. It's completely new land. World Disney yep. Fantasy, the eighth themed port of Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, three new areas: Rapunzel's Forest, Peter Pan's Neverland, and the Frozen Kingdom. Which we've definitely been looking at pictures of the Frozen Land. I think over the last couple of weeks or months. This uh, uh, this edition, Ed. This is three e-ticket attractions coming to that park they are big time attractions peter pan's neverland takes peter pan's flight to the next step it's just these look phenomenal add tokyo disney sea to my bucket lists someday i will get there yeah i can't the pictures that we saw during the d23 event yep. uh for uh frozen land were amazing i mean i just i know she was there at night um but it really felt like you were in Norway and you were in, yeah, Arendelle. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Um, we also have news from Paris where the Disneyland Hotel had been refurbished and reopening. Um, they have done a lot of work in there and they've also, oh, and the biggest thing they've worked on is basically recreating specialized rooms. So you're going to have themed rooms based on different parts of the Disney history of their movies like the princess in the frog room or sleeping beauty sword in the stone little mermaid and it kind of a big list it's a long so, list and i'm not sure if you're going to have like five or six rooms that are cinderella rooms or how they're going to do it that way yeah but the disneyland hotel is a really really cool hotel in that it's the entrance to the park you go through this hotel uh, underneath of it to go into the entrance to Disneyland Paris. I'm pretty sure this is the hotel. And above you and on either wing is the hotel itself. And the wings kind of actually make up the, the beginning of Main Street, or the beginning of the Magic Kingdom as you're going into it. It's kind of a really, really weird setup. Um, and it's kind of like dark. It's kind of funny because you go in the tunnels underneath of it to go to the park. It's kind of dark and dreary. I, Ed, you, it but, sounds like you're speaking from experience, Ed. Yeah, no, it was a really, really fun place. And just to have a hotel right there at the entrance of the park is such a novelty. Uh, so cool. We were lucky a couple of years ago to be there. So it was fun. that is cool. No, that that's great. Yep. So um, we've been to Disney World. We've been to Disneyland, mm -hmm. Tokyo, Paris. Next is the seas. Ooh. And Disney Treasure is Disney's Cruise Line's newest ship. Uh, it will have its inaugural maiden voyage on uh, December 21st of 2024. So just squeaking into the end of the year. Uh, we'll sail out of Port Canaveral, Florida and have a seven night Eastern Caribbean cruise and then continue uh, through its inaugural season into 2025 with seven night itineraries in the Eastern and Western Caribbean. I will be one of those. Uh, I think we're the sixth wow. sailing. Nice. You've yeah, got we're a doing lot of time, a lot of trips coming up. This is awesome. I know, I'm, we're, I'm not going to Disney World, uh, but we're gonna try some new things that we've no never done. We've never been on a cruise, awesome. never done Disney cruise either. 
Uh, so we'll do the Eastern uh, Caribbean. Um, and we won't get to stop at their new uh, island, which is Disney Lookout Key. Uh, um, we'll go back to Castaway Key, uh, which is fine. Uh, you know, we can't have everything new, but uh, Disney does have- It's a reason to go island. back. Exactly. It's they have their new island back. as well and very similar to Castaway Key, um, but uh, uh, it's called Lookout Key and uh, I don't know. It, there, there's quite a few like climbing gyms it looks like we'll see if they're going to have the marathons and stuff like that that they do at castaway key so. yeah i hope so uh, we're definitely looking cool. more and more into this now that it's opening up it's part of luthra so it's kind of part of the island there it's not like it's a little island in the middle of nowhere but i'm interested to see how close it really kind of is to civilization I, i'm hoping yeah. it's kind of like in the middle of nowhere of that island uh, i mean you got ed for and sam to come on to disney treasure you've got a haunted mansion bar that's you, what i was just going to mention so you've got stuff. star wars you have marvel oh, oh, restaurant so let, let's let's talk about that a second because this is the sister ship to the disney wish yes. so it's very much the same they've swapped some properties out so on the wish we have the the hyperspace lounge which is the star wars bar and that place, which is when you step into a galaxy far, far away, and they have the, the screen behind you that's taking you to different destinations uh, around the galaxy, that location is now the Haunted Mansion Parlor. So you're walking into the Haunted Mansion, and we've saw, seen some sort of ideas of what it is, but imagine what you could do for that screen behind you now. So ultimately, it's the question, Ed, do you want to visit the Star Wars bar? Or the Haunted Mansion bar? Uh, the Star Wars uh, bar, definitely. However, I, I don't know. But, I'm like, but I have, I also have a junk, like a the a skipper canteen kind of themed bar also. On yes, the you which, by the way, oh, that bar on the Wish is, um, uh, it is uh, Tiana. It's sort of the bayou with trees growing over you and things like that. And, and it's amazing to see that because even the, on, the wish it is the frozen Arendelle dinner show, right? Nice. Just swap that out for Coco. Now you have a Coco dinner show in the same venue with the same, just different theme. And I'm like, it's, you can see what they're doing, just picking properties. Explain to me how the Haunted Mansion is going to have the bar with the screens, because the only experience I have from that one is on the Disney cruise ship where it's the bar around the world. So the screens change to where you are around the world. Star yes. Wars, I understand that. That's the same way. Haunted Mansion. What are we going to see? Are we going to see other know. parks, haunted mansions? And I don't know. Their theme they haven't really given us any details. They've shown us the... images of it, but in none of the images showed animation where that screen would be. It was right. just a picture on it. But you see the the the. There's a big chair. There's it looks like an organ, and they it looks like the haunted mansion. I mean, it, it's beautiful, but I don't and know exactly the, what it's going to be. And the drink menu. We've seen some of yes. the specialty cocktails already. Okay. Which as well as the, the cruise, by the way, the show will be one of the theatrical stage yes. productions will be Moana. Yes. Moana mm -hmm. in place of the little mermaid. Yep. Oh, yes. Um, guys, what do you think? We've been talking about, perhaps it's time for a Disney nerds podcast cruise. Yeah, I think um, so. So we're definitely going to be looking at it. We're going to be talking about it in the next year. That could be part of our 2024 celebrations. We will see. Yeah, Stay that's tuned. awesome. Um, okay, so the last event we're going to talk about tonight, and of course, there's a lot of things coming for 2024. If we've missed anything, please send us an email. Let us know. But the last thing we have for tonight is, of course, the D23, the Ultimate Disney Fan Event for 2024. K 
cannot wait. This is was traditionally called the D23 Expo. It is now the ultimate Disney fan event, August 9th to 11th. And what I want to know, Ed, is where are the construction crews that have been at Epcot for the last five years going to go next? Are they going to Hollywood Studios or are they going to Animal Kingdom? I think they're going to Animal Kingdom and they're going to go right into sure. Dino Land. It makes sense. And But what else are we going to learn? This is where we're going to figure out what's happening the next two years. This is where we're going to find out how they're going to spend the, the, the however many billions they've set aside in construction. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're all looking forward to it, Sam. And I tell you what, guys, that's why stay tuned to the Disney nerds, because as soon as we find out, we're going to be telling you. Okay, guys, so we've talked about the parks and a lot of the things that are going on with the physical Disney world. What we're going to talk about now are some of the expected releases for 2024 in the theaters. So now coming from Disney, the first thing we'll talk about are three releases that were basically already released, meaning... The movie Soul, Turning Red, and Luca were all released during the pandemic. So they were released right to streaming. So Disney is going to be re-releasing these movies to the theaters. And I think I read that it's going to be the same shorts. Because we were we were asking about that. We were wondering Yeah, we were asking about it, but it turns out they're really I don't know that when you watched Soul streaming, did you watch I don't remember a short but there had to be. There had to have been. I, I don't recall either. I remember seeing it, but look, that's awesome. They're getting to the big right. screen. That's what they were made to be on, and they never got there. So this is great. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they're already in the releases now. Soul is out right now. Turning yep. Red comes out February 9th, and then Luca March 22nd. So definitely look for those guys. And if you're a Disney Movie Insiders member, you're definitely going to get a lot of points if you're going to go see these movies. Yeah, cool. Um, coming out after this. Hideo Kojima, Connecting Worlds. I have no idea what that is. Do you guys? I, so, Ed, you put this list out, and there's a lot of things on here I was not aware of. So, thank you for putting the list. Out. Yeah, I've not heard of that. Spring 2024. One. So that's coming soon. I'm not exactly sure what that is. We are going to look into it. However, Inside Out 2, we mm -hmm. all know what that's going to be about. Yep, we saw well, some trailers. We know what it is, what it's going to be about. I can't wait because new emotions. That's all I know. Right. So, looking forward to that. Mufasa the Lion King, December 20th, 2020. I had no idea. Is this a sequel? So, Is this a backstory? Any a idea? Prequel. Yeah, I'm guessing it's a prequel. prequel. But okay. what story do we have for Mufasa to get to where he is, to become that great manly leader that he was before he got knocked down? Wow. I'm assuming there's a lot of backstory with Scar. So it's not like a, good one. you know, yeah, saying that Scar is a, it's not like Maleficent where, oh, she's a more complicated or something. Uh, maybe per perhaps maybe, yeah. we, we that. learn Scar a little bit of Scar and his his minions. The uh, I like it. Ed and the guys. Um, looking forward to that too. So now that's 2024 from Disney. We're going to go on a little bit more though, 2025 and 26, because there's some movies out there that I didn't know about, and I figured let's share now as far as what they say might be coming down the road. So uh, Snow White's live action remake. For some reason I kind of thought that already happened. But I guess maybe not it as seems Disney. to keep getting pushed. Okay. Maybe the release not. date seems to keep getting pushed back for whatever reason. Um, they're going to be doing a Moana live action remake, which That's I have seen a picture and it was The Rock in that. But I don't know if that was an AI like picture that they kind of like. Interesting. Better. Yeah. Uh, the new Tron movie is going to be called Ares. I didn't know there was a Tron movie coming, Ed. Did you, did you I know did, that? I did. They, they kept talking about another Tron movie. They kind of held it back because of the way the movie came out and it was a little, but then the ride in the park 
reinforced that they'd had to have another movie. So yeah, I love it. Uh, Frozen three, which that's not a big surprise. Uh, Zootopia two, which is a, to be determined. Which I could have guessed that also because was it Hong Kong that put Zootopia Land in last yes. year? Yes. Yeah. So more so why that would be a big thing. A Bambi live action remake, I kind of question. Um, if it's going to be, I guess it'll be more like the, the Lion King was done. Which it's, it's CG. So how can you call it live action if it's all CG? It's not a live action remake. I yeah. don't know. Uh, Hercules live action, which will be interesting. Cool. Uh, just to see who they put in those parts. And a Toy Story 5 down the road. Why not? Very much looking forward to that. Now, 2024 for Marvel, I only found one movie. Now, I kind of looked and I was, wasn't was sure that was the case. And I really couldn't find anything else. And if I'm wrong, definitely let me know. Send me an email and tell me. Deadpool was the only one I saw. And I didn't even have a good title for it. The last like listing I saw, it wasn't the Deadpool. It had Deadpool and then title to become. There's so, quite a few coming to Disney Plus this year, like Echo. Oh, and there oh, is right now. Well, Echo just came out, right? Yeah, yeah and then there, there is a pre. We just saw a preview when we went to see. Um, it's a group of women, and it's like Spider-Man, but she can like. Oh, but is that going to be a Marvel release or a Sony release? No, Ooh. it was it was Marvel. Hold. And I know yeah. I've seen the release. I forget the name of it. Miss Miss. It's the, yes, I can't remember the name of the character, but I do see the picture of it in my mind. Because um, the, the like bad guy, he's wearing a black Spider-Man. He was like bitten by a spider in the Amazon. Oh, it's, a, it's she, like a Venom kind of feel to it more than it is kind, a Spider-Man. Kind of, but he can like see the future and she can see the future. And so then she like teams up with these three women. Um, Madam Web. Madam Web. Fair okay. enough. Okay, well, very good. So, two. Uh, but we'll hopefully Marvel will have some more down the road. And then Star Wars. We've got a lot coming out from Star oh, Wars. Um, yes. If it all happens, most of it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Actually, I think um, all of it is on Disney+. Plus, Except for the new movie we announced in the beginning of the show. Which uh, is only filming this year, so that's not right. going to be released that's for a not while. Be released. Yeah, so we've got yeah, the yeah. skeleton crew. Which is the new one. And that's the one I think Jude Law was in. Which I don't think he's going to be main character. I think he's going to be based on the description of the show. It sounds like a coming of age type teenage show. Based on casting and who's in it and things like that. So I'm not sure exactly what Jud Jude Law is going to do. Okay. I'll, I'll be watching. Uh, the yep. Alkalite series is another one coming to Disney Plus. Where it's basically the High Republic 200 years before the prequels. And your guess is as good as mine. What is going to actually be about? The fact that Leslie Headland, who's from Russian Doll, Orange is the New Black, she was just oh. in a bunch of uh, award shows this weekend for another show. Uh, she she plays kind of a, a radical. unique character, very radical, very yeah. funny, but kind of dark Intent. and intense yeah so this could be a very interesting series uh, especially with her headlining it yeah very cool i'm looking more forward now uh the next one is the bad batch season three definitely looking forward to this one yes cliffhangers from two can't wait for three right definitely uh tales of the jedi which if you remember they released i think the first one in 2022 excuse me sounds about right 
which is basically, and it's Tales of the Jedi, exactly what it says. You're hearing stories about the Jedi Knights, although the first season was mainly about Dooku and Ahsoka. So ho hopefully they spread it out a little more in season two, but I'm not sure. It was a way to fill in some of the blanks on how things happened or what right. got from here to there. It was, it was, it's interesting to watch and it's all canon. So that's even better, but okay. we met Yoda's sister or just a, a, another. No, that was Yaddle. We got a more backstory on Yaddle who was in episode one, the, the, the other creature of a species that we don't know what it's called. Right. Correct. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing we have coming from Star Wars, which I think is going to be great. And I hope we we get introduced to the uh, the Imperial robot. Uh, the droid is Andor season two. So I, Ed, I loved Andor. I thought it was great, but it seemed to wrap itself up in a bow. I don't know where season two goes. They didn't well, leave a cliffhanger. Well, or anything. well, we all know what it eventually happens and then eventually right. happened after that when we watched it. So, right. You know. And I, I don't mind, though. I thought that was a really underrated show. And I was I happy too. to see I it nominated for some awards uh, this past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so I'll take it. I'm not going to complain. My only complaint, Disney, is I want more Star Wars Young Jedi, the animated Disney Junior Plus show. I need oh, yes. more. I need more shows. Okay. Yeah. Is your son really digging it or are you digging it? Uh, he's digging it. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's cool. Nice. That's cool. Um, Some cool characters in there. Yeah. So a lot happening for 2024. We're expecting to see a lot. We're hopefully to hear more announced as we go along. It's going to be a long year. So what do we miss? Let us know. Send us an email. Hey, Jimmy, tell everybody how to get in touch with the show. You can email us at questions at the Disney nerds podcast.com and email us individually at Ed at the Disney Nerds Podcast.com, Jimmy at the Disney Nerds Podcast.com, etc. You can send us a message on Facebook to the page, the Disney Nerds Podcast. Join our group, Disney Nerds, Instagram at the Disney Nerds Podcast, and Twitter at the Disney Nerds. Make sure to check out the website, www.thedisneynerdspodcast.com, and watch the live stream every Tuesday night at nine o'clock, Walt Disney World time. So that's it for show number 513. All about what's happening in 2024. For Sam, for Melissa, this is Ed, and we're the Disney Nerds, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Hongaloosh. TTFM, ta ta for now. Rest in peace, the haunting spree. So hurry back, we would like your call.